Well, hello, hello. Uh, Julio Quintero here again, and I have today the background of our new Dirty Scrap logo. Uh, I think it looks amazing. But today I have the Hormesa hut or hut or cup. Uh, I don't know how to say it in English in the right, in the proper way. But what I want to do today is last week, I think it was last week, we did a presentation talking about green aluminum. And what I want to talk to you today is actually about green aluminum. As I said, uh, like uh, in a few videos before, I was at the Scrap Expo show two weeks ago. It was a pretty good show, but was everything related to the scrap jar and all the equipment that we use in order to manipulate all the scrap. But for me, something was missing. And that part that was missing was the link between the aluminum collecting and sorting and the aluminum transformation industry. That is the recycling industry that we call the aluminum melting or found industry. So going in that direction, I want to give you uh, an overview about what I am thinking or what I am think is the best technology that you can just not having to your process in order to be more efficient, to be more green, to reduce your carbon uh, footprint emissions, uh, to reduce your maintaining costs, to increase your flexibility. But also because this time, and I want to get rid um the background of the Dirty Scrap, because Dirty Scrap is a podcast that we use in order to communicate things and to know people and to get, uh, you know, um, real information about what is going on outside, out there in the industry. But today I want to talk about our equipment and our company. So let me just go and I want to share my screen. There we go. So here we are. Now, we're going to talk about aluminum, right? But I want to give you an overview about Hormesa. Hormesa is a company that's been in the market for more than 30 years. We've been uh, in this industry giving to the companies that we work with, a lot of different technologies and equipment that allow them to be better, to produce better aluminum, to produce a better profit out of the production side, to have better communication, because we also do a lot of consulting, because we understand that communication is everything in order to have a good process. It's not just about technology. At the end, human resources are very important in every area of our life, our process, our companies, our whatever, right? So, Ormesa has been in the market for a long time. Um, I've been in the industry for a long time, but working as uh, Ormesa, development manager here in the U.S. Uh, is going to be almost seven years. So seeing what is happening right now, seeing everything that is related to the carbon footprint, the first thing that I will say is aluminum transformation is just a small part. We need to take care, of course, but it's just a small part of the, the issue related to the CO2 emissions. If you go energy, to, if, if you go and see what is the biggest players out there that we need to understand how to, let's say, manage in order to be better and to save the planet and to protect the planet, we need to understand all the industries. And also we need to understand how those industries merge together. Now, saying that the big, the bigger player into the CO2 emissions is obviously energy. Energy is about 25-35% of the contribution of CO2 emissions of, um, to our, 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 our atmosphere. Then we will have transportation. Transform, transportation, I will say that is around 20-25%. We have the steel industry. The steel industry is around 5-7%. And then, and when I talk about steel industry, I am talking about steel mill. And then we have aluminum recycling, not aluminum recycling, aluminum manufacturing that we are talking about primary aluminum, right? So we will go through the presentation. We will see different 
let's say approaches we will see also some definitions and then we will end with that in between equipment that obviously we we offer that equipment we sell that equipment but we i don't want to talk about sales i want to talk about technology and how you can improve your process and be more green as the united states right now wants you to be in this industry with this technology so let's move forward okay so oh and i was i, I was talking about this aluminum is just one percent of the percentage that we will uh have into the aluminum um or into the contribution of the co2 so the 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 the, the name of this presentation is green aluminum the sustainable way to recycle aluminum that's the main idea so this is a contribution obviously between hormesa our dirty scrap aluminum podcast that that is not the logo at all and the idea is to recycle reduce and reuse so what we are seeing here is an overview about what we will see through the presentation so just for you to have an idea the primary sector is the sector that is, that is manufacturing aluminum or creating aluminum out of the bauxite or out of the mineral right so we do all the first approach that is taking the aluminum the alumina from the bauxite and then we go for a semi-finished products right we can cast our profiles aluminum billets aluminum ingots aluminum saws everything that is related to the final product that is related to this industry aerospace aluminum cans that is the uvc when you when those turns in uh into scrap type automotive building building is getting more and more strong right now because everyone is talking about green buildings, green buildings, green um, EVs. Everything that has the word green is related to the aluminum. And, and I'm talking about the aluminum industry, of course, is related to the aluminum that had been created with a low, very, very low CO2 emission. So this is part of the old technology that we need to understand in order to move in that direction. Now, secondary aluminum. Secondary aluminum is a totally different industry that wants to make pretty much the same of the primary aluminum with the same quality, but without using the, the, the amount of energy that they need to use in the primary industry and also without creating all these CO2 emissions out of the aluminum transformation. So what we will have here is a process that will allow us to transform the old scrap and the new scrap into something different, into some different type of products that we can use again out of the recycling process of the old product. So now let's start with uh, some definitions. Old scrap. All the scrap is the scrap that we know as a post-consumed scrap. Is the, is the aluminum products that had been used that been in use for a long time and you are not able to use anymore because they are broken, dirty, they get into or they reach the, the, the last uh, part of the useful life. So that is the old scrap. Then we have the new manufacturer scrap that from my point of view, I don't think that is a good name. The good name for me is raw material because it's all the byproducts that you are taking out of the, the aluminum transformation process, but it's the right alloy, it's not dirty, Maybe they are, let's say, they have some contam contamination like uh, water or oil because of the machining process, because of the coolant that you are using into the process right in between the transformation and the, let's say, semi-finished product. What is new scrap or raw material? For me and for the industry, of course, is um, when you cast billets, for example, when you're casting billet, what you will have is a really nice and long let's say six meter, seven meter billet, right? You cut the tips. That Those tips, those byproducts, that's the new scrap or the raw material. When you are machining 
or when, when you are doing some extrusion processes or forging processes, what you will have is a byproduct that is coming out of those mechanical processes, right? Like aluminum turnies, aluminum chips. All those, for me, is not new scrap. It's raw material. It's byproduct from a, a process that has all the characteristics that you are looking into a raw material because they already have the aluminum composition that you are looking for and they are clean. Now, they are not always clean. Sometimes you have, as I said, 10, 5, 10, 20% of water and oil mixed. So you need to understand how to treat those in order to take out the most efficient, uh, let's say, parameters out of the process when you use this type of material. So what I mean is reach the high aluminum melting efficiency. So this is the secondary industry versus the primary industry. At the end, what you will have is the same product, right? That's what you're looking for, the same product out of less energy consumption and low CO2 emissions. Now, saying that, let's go for the definitions. Primary aluminum product is the primary aluminum production that involves extracting aluminum from the bauxite, as I said. So you go, you mine, you, you go for the mining processes, bauxite, and you have like buyer process that is very, very complicated processes that you have anodes and cathodes, and you have all these different type of, let's say, um, energy consumption equipment that is involved in this industry, well, that's primary aluminum. So you separate everything, you obtain the alumina, and then from the alumina, you you will obtain the liquid aluminum. And then you will have a really, really nice high quality aluminum composite. Secondary aluminum to the on the other side is um the process that we use to have or to produce aluminum out of scrap, right? We are not using bauxite here. So that's pretty much the difference here. Just in definition, now let's go uh, from the technical point of view or from the green point of view better. So the main differences are energy consumption. If you go on the primary aluminum, you will have around 15, uh, 14, 15 megawatt, megawatts per hour in order to produce one ton of aluminum. That's a lot. When you go for the aluminum transformation on the recycling side, you will use five, mostly, let's say the most that you will use is 10% of those 15 megawatts per hour per ton of aluminum that you are producing. That's a lot of energy. And remember what I, I said at the beginning, energy industry is the energy that is contributing the most on the CO2 emissions, putting out there like 25, 35% of the emissions that we have right now in the world. So it's a lot. So if we can reduce, because remember, everything has an independent, let's say, point of view, but at the end, everything is related. When we are using some technology where we are producing some uh, product, what we are doing is using other industries in order to go in that direction, right? You want to melt aluminum, you need or gas or electricity. So you need energy, right? When you want to sell your aluminum, you need to use the transportation industry. When you want to create a product, you are using or the EV industry or the building industry or whatever other industry that you need, uh, let's say, to partner up in order to create that product because someone needs to buy it. You won't do uh, some process just because. So everything is linked. It's not just that I, that I am just doing aluminum and this is my carbon footprint is just aluminum. No, everything is related. Now, let's talk about the CO2 emissions. CO2, CO2 emissions, um, and for me, this is uh, the, the most impacting, uh, let's say, issue that we have between the aluminum transformation and the primary uh, against the recycling industry. So on average, we will create around 10, 12 metric tons of CO2 emissions per one ton of aluminum that we are creating 
out of the primary industry, even though if we don't have really, really good technology, we will go up 20 tons of CO2 per one ton of aluminum. It's totally the opposite into the recycling industry. The maximum amount of CO2 that you will create out of one ton of aluminum that you are producing is one ton of CO2, even less. So it's a huge difference. Now, saying that we will need the primary industry for a long time because we want more aluminum into the market in order to supply all the demand just with recycled aluminum. So we will have to partner up in some point with the both industries. As we will see right now, primary industry is decreasing, recycling industry is going up, but we need to keep that, let's say, um, synergy between both in order to get into a really good point for both industries. Now, here's what I, what I was talking about. And this is an uh, European example. If you see the graphic by 2050, uh, the experts are thinking that we will increase by 49% uh, the recycling industry in Europe. Primary right now is trying to, you know, get out of the European market and the primary, as I sorry, as I said, is going down. So in in the European market, we are going this trend more often, more uh, let's say, yeah, in in a more dynamic way than in the U.S. Why? Because in the U.S. we have a lot of let's let's say flexibility, and in the European market, not. Uh, for example, just to give you a very quick example, here in the U.S. we have the carbon credits. So if you want to have some, uh, let's say, percentage of contamination that you want to throw there, you just buy some, and that's crazy, right? But you just buy some uh, carbon credits or you have the landfill. So you can throw black draws, white draws, everything, salt cake, whatever you want, you can throw it there. And actually it's not that expensive. It's just, let's say, the labor that you need to put to take it out and the transportation cost. But in the European market, it's a totally different story. What we have there is a 250 euros per ton if you want someone to take care about your byproducts like draws, black, uh, white draws, black draws, salt cake. So it's different. Now saying that, this is what the experts are expecting for uh, the next 20 years. They think that in some point in 2030, we will have like an intersection between the primary aluminum in and the recycling aluminum having this, uh, no, sorry, uh, in, but 2050 because the 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 primary aluminum and the aluminum production will be so high that in 2030 we will need to turn our head and say hey we need more aluminum from the primary industry in order to push the recycling industry in the direction that we need in order um let's say to be able to cover that demand so this is what they are thinking I am not so sure because I, what I know is we will need at least 25 million tons more of primary aluminum on the streets in order to reach that. I don't know if 20 years will be enough. Maybe I don't have a crystal ball here, but to me, this will take more time, mostly with the flexibility that we have in the US. I know US is going in that direction. I am very happy about it. But with the flexibility, I think we will see the primary guys around for a few more years than just 20 years. Now, um, this is very interesting here because what I want to point is Technology is crucial right now. Technology will play a really huge role in order to take all the aluminum recycling industry in the U.S. to the next level. Why? Because technology is everything right now, right? It's going to be the tool that will allow us to be more efficient, more profitable, to have better, uh, let's say, uh, internal practices, uh, low maintaining costs, low energy consumption. 
And we will talk about closed loop system and how to reuse the energy that you create into your process itself. But let's see this. This is a very good example about how technology can make a huge difference in just a few years. So this is a picture on my left side here of the Fifth Avenue in New York. I used to live in New York City. Amazing. Now I am living in Tampa and I am, you know, <laughs> the heat is too much. It's too hot. But <laughs> uh, let's 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 keep moving. So this is the uh, picture of uh, the Fifth Avenue in New York in the 1900s. Just one car. The, the, that's, that, that red circle that you are seeing there, it's just one car. People was walking, People was, you know, I don't know how to say that in English, but with horses and everything, just one horse power. <laughs> and then, boom, 13 years later, no horse cars like this. In 13 years, everything changed very fast. So now, can you imagine what is going to be the future with all the technology, the internet, everything that is happening right now with the AI Everything that is involving in the industry right now, in 13 years, we will be, I don't know where, but it's going to be so different than, than now. So technology will play a really, really good role, a high role for the high performance of the aluminum recycling. Saying that, what is green aluminum? Green aluminum refers to the aluminum production and products that are environmentally sustainable. That means the aluminum that you create with low energy consumption and low CO2 emission. But it's not just that. It's also the aluminum that you create or you produce with the higher melting efficiency or the higher aluminum uh, recovery. We need to take this in account because sometimes we think that it's just about technology, it's just about energy consumption, and it's just about um, CO2 emission, and it's not. Technology needs to give you those characteristics, but also technology needs to give you more efficiency. Efficiency means that if you are melting, I don't know, 100 tons of aluminum, at the end, you won't lose too much aluminum into the process. I am seeing a lot of industries here that are in the low 80s. So the melting efficiency is 83, 85, 90% at the most. If you calculate all the losses that they are having yearly, we are talking about a lot of money and all the energy that you are putting there to create 10, 15% of byproducts that you are not using or that you need to add another process in order to not go to the landfill or not lose more aluminum is crazy. So the technology needs to allow you to be more efficient. And when you are more efficient, you are more profitable. So you will be um, in a better position to hire more people or to make investment or to expand your operation. So this is something that you need to think about, uh, take in, a, uh, in account, sorry. <laughs> so the idea is to have aluminum scrap and turn this aluminum in a, some different kind of products with an ecological aluminum transformation process. How? Simple. We need to understand what is recycling. So recycling is the process of collecting, reprocessing, and reusing aluminum material to produce new products, right? What we are seeing, and that's what I was talking about, uh, the Scrap Expo. Scrap Expo was amazing, but was just focused on sorting and shredding. And for me was, where is the cleaning, drying, and the lacquering process? What is the melting process be in between what is the people that wants to cast more aluminum out of the raw material they have out of the scrap they have merging those industries together to understand how to be more efficient it wasn't there but it's here so what we will see is more sorting and shredding that allowed us to understand how to separate and uh, segregate better the different type of scraps according to uh, size 
according to um, Alloy, because that will give us a better, uh, let's say, flexibility in order to have a really good process, right? This is one of the things that we are seeing right now. Now, we need to go for the cleaning and drying and the lacquering process. Why? As you can see here, it's an amazing process that will allow you to take out all the organics, all the water, all the contaminants, talking about, you know, uh, thin films, plastic, oil, coolant, water, all these different type of contaminants that you have in your product. So for you to have an idea, if we talk about UVCs or cans, what we will have is 15% of the contained uh, in volume is paint. Imagine that all that paint going into your furnace. So if you pay attention here, you will see UVC against clean UVC is shiny. You have nothing, nothing of contaminants that will create black smoke, dross, will damage your refractory because the useful life of the refractory will decrease when you have oxides, dross, and all these different types of, of material that will increase the wear around the, the surface. And also you will increase your melting efficiency. So just for you to have an idea, when you have 1% of organic, talking about paint, oil or coolant, you will have at least by three times the metal loss. So 1% of um, organic means at least 3% of metal losses that you are having there. Now, we will see more melting and alloying processes, better technology, more efficient, uh, different type of burners like region burners and, um, let's sorry, also closed loop systems, energy recirculators, all this different technology. We will see it there. And then we will see different type of casting technology, right? Now, this is an example of a nice facility, very flexible that allow you to melt down different type of scrap, but also to mix different type of technologies. So we have here chaff furnaces, charging machines, river furnaces with um, Dinox systems uh, to, to reduce the DO, uh, the, um, dioxins. Sorry. And we have backhouses and dust collectors and all these different type of technology that will make your facility the green facility that you are looking for in order to go in the direction of the green aluminum. This is just an example. But now let's talk about the technology. And remember, I want just to talk about the technology that is in between scrap jar and the foundry, just in between. I am not talking about melting processes. I am not talking about sorting and uh, shredding. I'm talking about what is in between the process and the technology that you need in order to treat your scrap. We are talking about the scrap treatment system, the lacquering and dryer system. So what the, what they have been popular? And this is our technology. Remember, today I'm not talking about a podcast. I'm talking about my technology, the technology that is out there helping a lot of different industries to become more profitable, to become more efficient, to go in the direction of green aluminum. So it's fully automatic, fully automatic. You just need to charge your material and the rest, leave it to the to the dryer. Will improve your aluminum recovery significantly, significantly. You understand me, right? Will reduce the dross generation. And remember, when we are talking about increase your melting efficiency or your aluminum recoveries, I'm talking about to go from 85, 88% melting efficiency out up to 96, 97, 98 melting efficiency. It's a huge difference, huge difference. So when you go in that direction and when you look the number year by year, it's just amazing what you can have with this type of technology 
on your recovery side. But side, sorry, but it's not just that. When we are talking about less dross generation, we are talking about less landfill, less, uh, let's say, secondary or, or, or yeah, secondary processes like uh, dross presses, dross pan, um, mechanical separation, um, more uh, rotary furnaces to melt down the dross. You can take out all those new all the secondary processes and all the people that is involved in those processes and also all you are taking out all the energy consumption and the environmental damage because when you talk about dross handling and rotary furnaces we are talking about black fume period so we have a low system with low maintaining cost not low system but low maintaining cost system because you can just put it there you will do the maintaining uh twice a year it's very simple and as i said you will reduce your greenhouse gas so the co2 emission will come down because you are reducing all the contamination that you have in this uh type of a scrap right so what you are taking out is all the organic so you will create less co2 emissions because you are having a product that is coming out with 0.05% or even less, we saw some industries that went uh, down to 0.01% of contaminants. That is nothing. That is really, really nothing. So let me explain how this system works. I think I explained it already, but I want to recap this because this is for the ingot manufacturers, the extruders, the billet manufacturers that create a lot of chips. This is the system for you guys. So what you will do is you will feed the material here. The material will come into the external cylinder and in the internal cylinder, what we will have is hot air. This hot air, we will heat it by a burner that is out in a different chamber and will never get in touch with the material. Why? Because you want to avoid uh, flame creation. You don't want to create fire and you don't want to melt down or oxidize the material that you want to treat, right? The idea is to have the better performance of your material. And if you put as a, some dryers that I am seeing outside, if you put the flame in direct contact with the material, you're done. So the material will come in this direction. The hot air is going in the opposite direction into the internal cylinder. And all these pink arrows that we are seeing here is the organic and uh, steam that we are taking out from the water and the organic that is into the material, right? We have an afterburner process. When we do, when we go to the afterburner, what we what we will do is a thermodelayed process in order to burn everything. When you burn everything, you just need to load down the temperature and you can just throw it to the atmosphere. It's completely clean. And just uh, a quick stop here for you to know the next step of this technology, and we are working already with uh, one of our partners in Italy is hydrogen, using hydrogen in order to do the same process here. So at the end, what we will create is water. That's amazing. But this is for another conversation. Maybe I, I will invite my uh, partner to uh, uh, the Dirty Scarab podcast so we can talk about this. But okay, anyway, once you go to the afterburner, because we are the smart people, we don't want to throw this energy that we are creating in the process to the atmosphere. Why? So we have our recuperator energy recuperator system that will allow us to reuse the system in a close uh, reuse the energy in a closed loop system that we have in order to reduce the energy consumption remember remember energy is the industry that add between 25 and 35 percent of co2 emissions to the 
to the atmosphere. So if we can reduce the energy consumption, we are, we are not just helping our aluminum industry, but also the energy industry. So when we reduce the energy consumption, the bill, of course, is going to be less, but the process will keep itself the same uh, level of performance. So this is an amazing uh, system. So remember, it's a dryer delacketing system that you can put, should I profile, um, aluminum chips, aluminum turning, UBC, everything that is related to light aluminum scrap, you can put it here. Then if your aluminum scrap is not that light and you need to crush it down a little bit more and also having a better process to increase your performance, we can add a preparation line. There are pretreatment lines. So we have centrifuge machine here, uh, magnetic separation for big chunks, conveyors to, you know, make it very automatic. And then we have the dryer system. You can see how the arrows are coming back and forward to the system. And then we can fit directly into the furnace to take advantage of this uh, material that is coming hot out of the process. So again, the energy consumption into the melting process is going to be lower because you already have a hot material that you need. You don't need to input too much energy in order to do the melting process. What is the end, the, the temperature around uh, this chip or this material that has been treated into do, into this equipment will be around 400, uh, I will say, yeah, it's 250 degrees Celsius, I will say that is around 400, 400 Fahrenheit. Now, saying that because we want to give to our customers something more efficient in terms of the whole facility, we also create a closed loop system between the furnace and our dryer or the lacquering system. And this is not just one application. We have the same application for preheat uh, scrap uh, oven or building heating up system. When we create energy in some of our processes, what we want to do is to take advantage of that energy, not just put it into the atmosphere and that's it, done, boom. No, we want to take advantage of the process itself. So when you are doing the melting process, what you are doing is creating fumes or in this case that you have clean scrap, you create hot gases right so when you want uh, when you have hot gases what you want is to understand how to use them so we connect our dryer and the lacquering system to the furnace to create a bigger a biggest closed loop system in order to take advantage of the energy so we will use that energy into the drying process so the consumption uh, energy consumption will be even lower. So this is some of the examples that we have here, and we will separate iron in two steps at the beginning and at the end when everything is very uh, dry. So you will uh, take out all the fines and that will allow you to be more efficient on your alloying process. And alloying process takes time. And if you can reduce the alloying process, you will reduce the energy consumption. So everything is, we, we think about going in the same direction. Green is not just green here, it's green in everywhere, you know? So this is how the system works. So this is the preparation line. This is the dryer system. You can see here, and by the way, guys, if someone out there wants to see the system, wants to buy the system, wants to integrate the system or create a new facility, let me know. We have customers that will allow us to go there in uh, the European market for you to see how a closed loop system, full automatic works. You will be amazed. So the metal load reduction will be incredible. Um, we can accept 
uh, maximum 5% of humidity or moisture, but we have some cases that we accept are uh, up to 20%, no more than 0.05, 0.01% of contamination after uh, the process. You will reduce the metal loss with, uh, between 5 and 8%. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. This is the closed loop system. And when you have a closed loop system, what you will see is you will save up to 15% of the energy consumption on your system, on your process. So that's a lot. So more or less, this is the system I was, you know, willing to 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 give you information. It's a system that we have. It's a system that we can integrate into your company. And for me, this is the system that will help the United States aluminum recycling industry to move into the next step because this system will create the lower CO2 emission or generation or generator aluminum product. This is the system that will allow you to reduce your energy consumption, this is a fully automatic system that will allow you to use your um, human resources in other areas. So this is the system that you for sure wants to have in your facility. And now we're coming to the end of the presentation. This is supposed to be a video, but because of the format that we are using, I'm not allowed to play it. Uh, maybe I can put it on the LinkedIn um, platform so you can see it. But here we are melting down aluminum UBC after being treated in our process. And as you can see, this is a vortex pump. We have a really nice partner, HTS uh, out there. Hello to Christine. Um, that we use in order to melt down, down the aluminum chip. Why? Because if you just do all this effort to clean up everything and to have the better aluminum recoveries out of your scrap, and then you just throw your melt, uh, your scrap or your chips or your shredded profile into your main chamber to put it into the surface of the liquid metal, <laughs> you will create a lot of oxides because you have the, the burner flame, you have the oxygen on the top, you have hot liquid metal between um, or creating for you to understand, the oxi oxi oxidation process is faster when you have temperature because you increase the energy, right? So the chemical process of the oxidation will be faster. And if you throw all this process, all this uh, material on your surface of your liquid metal, you are losing all the process and the energy that you are using back there. So you don't want to do that. So you want also to partner up the right technology, the right technology for the right process. Vortex pumps are the right solution to be a good partner up between the melting process for light aluminum material and um, the treatment of the scrap treatment uh, system. So as you can see here, we have no fumes generation, no dross generation, no flame generation because it's 100% clean. You have 0.05, 0.01 moisture that is nothing. So aluminum recovery is here up to 98%. A lot of money on your pocket. And well, just to have a conclusion here, as we can see, um, secondary aluminum will use less uh, I mean, we, we use 10, just 10% 10 of the energy that you need into the primary aluminum and um, it's 90% more energy efficient for sure. And talking about the CO2, pff, way better. We won't create 20 tons of CO2 out of one ton of aluminum. We, we, we will create maximum one ton per one ton. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty good. I think we will expect a grow of the aluminum, um, uh, let's say, uh, recycling industry 
on the demand, about 40, 60%. We are having a lot of different companies that are doing a lot of different investments and huge investment into good technology. And I really think, as I said on my uh, second conclusion, that we will see more and more technology coming into the US. Technology like this one, but not like this one. This one is a bad one. <laughs> but technology like this one that will give to the American aluminum recycling industry a different perspective. So thank you so much. I'm Julio Quintero, business manager of Formesa. And remember, we are here to help the aluminum industry to go in, in, in the next level, into the next level, to the green direction. And this is the first key to do or the first point to do it. The technology that is in between the scrap jar and the aluminum foundry industry. Thank you so much for being here with us. Hope you like it. Give me some comments. And again, if someone out there on the American, North America, Canada, Mexico, uh, aluminum recycling industry is looking how for how to be more efficient, to how for how to be more green, for how or, or, or in some point how to be on the aluminum or the green aluminum trend. This is the technology you need. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.